0: Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 327, the 29th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B. The readings this weekend speak of God who is not aloof, not uninterested in our lives, but rather God who is right there in the midst of us, sharing our suffering and pain, taking on our human condition and lifting us up and helping us in very practical and compassionate ways. We have a God who gets in there, gets his hands dirty, and is one of us, among us, to help us and to save us. Jesus shows us the ways of God. Humility, service, self-sacrifice. He says today in the Gospel, anyone who wants to become great among you must be your servant, and anyone who wants to be first must be slave to all. For the Son of Man himself did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus Christ loved us so much that he gave himself up for us completely. Our Lord sacrificed himself to save us. He became a slave for our salvation. As the second reading says, we have a God who is able to sympathize with us in our weaknesses because Jesus has shared our human nature and experienced human weakness, suffering, pain and temptation, just like we all have, although he did not give in to temptation. Our Lord does indeed know what it's like for us to experience difficulties of every kind, and he promised to walk with us and support us in all the challenges and suffering of life. There's a saying, I'm only human. Whilst it is good to acknowledge that we are fallible and human, that we all make mistakes, we can't use that saying as an excuse to justify us remaining stuck in our behaviours that are destructive and choices that are not consistent with Christ's Gospel. So, sure, we are human, we are fallible, but we're also called to share in Christ's divine life. So whilst God is understanding, sympathetic, merciful, this is even more reason why we need to dedicate ourselves to continually be lifted up by God's grace and God's mercy above our sinful and destructive behaviours that we can so often find in ourselves. God's forgiveness and our human weakness is never an invitation to say, well, this is all I am. This is all I can be. I will not change. I'll always be here and I'll wallow in my weaknesses. No, rather we're inspired by God's tender mercy, patience and compassion so that we take up our crosses daily, keep travelling along that journey of conversion, persevere along the path of holiness, and constantly ask for God's grace, God's mercy, that God will foster in us the virtues, that will transform our weaknesses and make us more and more like Jesus and his values with each day. Our weaknesses can be a real obstacle to our path to holiness. However, it's no excuse for stopping in our tracks. The weaknesses are real, but they're never a reason to stay stuck in patterns of sin. In fact, they're a reason to get out of them with God's help. We need the help of God's grace to achieve this. Jesus is the ultimate example of not only God made flesh, but of also humanity fully alive and glorified. The saints, those holy women and men who led lives of service, sacrifice and holiness, remind us that despite our limitations, Even despite our infirmities, it's very possible, it's necessary to keep moving forward along that path of holiness. Settling for less is not what God is calling us to do, not what God wants for us. The journey we're on is walking a fine line. We live in a way that means we never give up because of our sins and failures that we experience in our lives. We also gratefully accept every new start that God patiently gives us through his compassion and mercy. But at the same time, we never allow our weaknesses to cause us to presume on God's mercy and patience. We have to be wary and avoid thinking we can choose to do wrong because we know God will forgive us sometime later. The gospel today is extremely fitting in this. The disciples, those poor disciples, have got it wrong again. Here is James and John coming up to Jesus and insisting, that he give them the places of honour and privilege in his kingdom. How selfish, how proud, how indulgent, how bold of them to be daring to do that. And they don't even know the full import of what they're asking of him. The other disciples are naturally very annoyed, very angry at them asking this. But perhaps they're also annoyed because they wanted those seats, those privileges. And how dare others ask for what they wanted. Jesus tries to show them all, and us, that they've totally missed the point again. It's not even Jesus' place to allot who sits next to him in heaven, which is extraordinary, isn't it? Jesus is so humble, he leaves that to the Heavenly Father. And those places will be decided by God the Father. And they'll be allotted to people who have given themselves wholly to God's loving ways. Those who've suffered greatly to bring others to the good news of Christ, suffered because of their Christ-led love that's burning in their hearts. So the people to the left and right of Jesus will be those who sacrifice themselves in complete loving and self-giving service, certainly not those who are seeking self-indulgence, personal privilege, prestige. How wrong these disciples are, in this matter at least. These places cannot be earned without the cross which is encountered in every disciple's life. And that cross doesn't make any sense unless it is carried with absolute God-given love in our hearts, lives, thoughts and actions. Jesus asks us to get rid of any kind of self-satisfaction, any self-indulgence or pride. He shows us to let go of our selfishness and give ourselves fully to others in service. It's good for us to reflect deeply on this. Each of us individually in our prayer life can ask ourselves, what motivates my actions? Really, what are my motives and priorities? What are the things that keep me going in what I do in the church and in my daily life? Do I do these things because I expect something back? Am I doing it because I want a prestigious place of honour or a personal benefit for myself? Or those close to me. The gospel today and many more like it really challenge us. We must know that that's not what Christ is calling us to. We need to be very clear about that in our hearts and minds. Service and love done with Jesus' love and his gospel values are their own sweet reward, with no other expectation of reward or honour. Personal accolades, personal reward self-satisfaction, none of these are really consistent with Jesus' message. What is consistent with Jesus' message is self-surrender, being servants to God, his message, his compassion, his self-sacrifice, his loving service and mercy, and being servants to each other in this ministry. That's consistent with Jesus' message for sure. So let's ask the Lord to show his loving kindness to us, particularly in our weaknesses. In the areas that we aren't quite there yet with what Jesus is calling us to. Lord, prevent us from ever presuming on your mercy. And Lord, let us not boldly continue to live wrongly or indulgently. May the Lord graciously spur us on to keep walking that path of holiness together and assisting each other in that process. And our Lord, please inspire us to give selflessly and lovingly and serve you as you did to us, and without counting the cost, without expecting return. This is Faith, Hope and Love.
1: Love, it is patient The greatest gift in all creation A gift that's life and fall but gaining joy in truth for faith hope, and love abide and the greatest one is love
0: to you I call for you will surely heed me O God turn your ear to me Hear my words, guard me as the apple of your eye, in the shadow of your wings, protect me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone and welcome as we gather to reflect upon God's word and encounter Christ's presence in the sacraments. My brothers and sisters, to prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins. You raise the dead to life in the Spirit. Lord, have mercy. You bring pardon and peace to the sinner christ have mercy you bring light to those in darkness lord have mercy may almighty god have mercy on us forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life amen Let us pray for sincerity of heart. Almighty ever-living God, grant that we may always conform our will to yours and serve your majesty in sincerity of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen.
2: A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. It was the will of the Lord to crush him with pain. When you make his life an offering for sin, he shall see his offspring and shall prolong his days. Through him the will of the Lord shall prosper. Out of his anguish he shall see light. He shall find satisfaction through his knowledge. The righteous one, my servant, shall make many righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. The Word of the Lord. Lord,
0: let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. For the word of the Lord is faithful and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right and fills the earth with his love. The Lord looks on those who revere him, on those who hope in his love, to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord. The Lord is our help and our shield. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Lord, let your mercy be on us. As we place our trust in you.
2: A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, Since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathise with our weaknesses, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are, yet without sin." Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia.
0: The Son of Man came to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for all. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to Jesus and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And Jesus said to them, What is it you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink? or be baptised with the baptism that I am baptised with? They replied, We are able. Then Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink you will drink, and with the baptism with which I am baptised you will be baptised. But to sit at my right hand, or at my left hand, is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their rulers lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. Whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many the gospel of the lord
3: most religious communities these days have a prudent practice of appointing community leaders for set terms so that after having been a leader for a certain time someone else in the community takes on the role the previous leader returning to a role with less authority and usually less responsibility. It's a very sensible way of exercising leadership because only when we know what it means to follow do we really understand what's involved in leadership. Those who have been leaders of these communities are usually relieved to be able to be released from positions of authority because they have come to understand that power correctly used can be a heavy burden. Some people seek authority because it comes with power and sometimes that power makes them feel important. Others like the prestige that comes while others prefer the higher salaries and other material rewards. All leadership requires certain positional powers that allow them to make necessary decisions, hopefully for the good of all concerned. It's been suggested that there are two types of authority, one which imposes and dominates and controls while another type listens and liberates and empowers. I actually believe there's a third type, which is silent, loving and trusting. It's the kind of authority that parents use when their children have gone astray, when they hope that they will come back. Now, all three types are based on an understanding of the value or lack of it, placed on those over whom the power is exercised. The type of power that James and John are seeking in today's gospel was based on envy and resentment, and they sought honor and glory for itself alone. They obviously thought that Jesus' kingdom was modeled on worldly kingdoms. Jesus turned that idea on its head and instead informed them that the greatest in his kingdom would be the servant of others. And he put himself forward as an example, using his power to enable, not to control. Such authority mirrored the authority of god the father an authority given not presumed he wanted them to know that authority should not be given to those who seek it but only those who were willing to serve and to use it for the right reasons the cup he referred to was not a prize cup but a cup of sacrifice and suffering of diligence and responsibility they must understand that there is no shortcut to god's favor he urged the disciples not to exercise that same power that was used by the pagan leaders of the day. They lord it over others and make their authority felt. This must not happen among you, he says. Now our present age is no different when we see many forms of oppressive power and sometimes it strongly influences the young. They mistakenly believe that to get to the top of any field they may have to walk over others to get there and once there, they can look down on others as insignificant. These people usually discover that at that height, the air is rarefied and the view is far from satisfying, with the worry that someone may try to take the power away from them. Their positions are very unstable because they are founded on a fragile foundation that has little support from their followers. None of us know in advance what the cup of life holds for us. We only find out that as life unfolds. We might imagine that after Jesus' life of service to others, that his life would end in earthly glory. But as we know, the opposite came to pass. To drink the cup of life, especially made difficult by a life of sacrifice and service to others, is to follow Christ. But those who share the bitterness of his cross will also share the sweetness of his Easter victory. It would seem that James and John eventually got the message.
0: I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. We gather our prayers together and approach the Lord seeking help and mercy.
2: That those who share roles of authority in the Church may exemplify selfless service. Let us pray to the Lord that those who hold political authority use it to advance the cause of human dignity. Let us pray to the Lord. That parents everywhere in difficult times direct their children with the authority of love on the path of goodness. Let us pray to the Lord. That artists, singers, and musicians may bring joy and inspiration to our lives. Let us pray to the Lord. That those who have died may know Christ's power over life and death especially those for whom we now pray. Let us pray to the Lord.
0: Lord God, may your kindness sustain us as we await the coming of your kingdom. We join our prayers with Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Grant us, Lord, we pray, a sincere respect for your gifts that through the purifying action of your grace, we may be cleansed by the very mysteries we serve. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, creator of the world and source of all life. For you never forsake the works of your wisdom, but by your providence are even now at work in our midst. With mighty hand and outstretched arm, you led your people Israel through the desert. Now as your church makes her pilgrim journey in the world, you always accompany her by the power of the Holy Spirit and lead her along the paths of time to the eternal joy of your kingdom. Through Christ our Lord. And so, with the angels and saints, we too sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy and to be glorified, O God, who love the human race, and who always walk with us on the journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son present in our midst when we are gathered by his love and when as once for the disciples so now for us he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread therefore father most merciful we ask that you send forth your holy spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine that they may become for us the body and blood of our lord jesus christ on the day he was to suffer on the night of the last supper He took bread and said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. THE MYSTERY OF FAITH When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, Holy Father, as we celebrate the memorial of Christ your Son, our Saviour, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross, to the glory of the resurrection, and whom you have seated at your right hand, we proclaim the work of your love until he comes again and we offer you the bread of life and the chalice of blessing. Look with favour on the oblation of your church, in which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us, and grant that by the power of the Spirit of your love we may be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son, in whose body and blood we have communion. And so, having called us to your table, Lord, Confirm us in unity, so that together with Francis our Pope and Mark our Bishop and his assistant Ken and all bishops, priests and deacons and your entire people, as we walk your ways with faith and hope, we may strive to bring joy and trust into the world. Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the peace of your Christ and all the dead whose faith only you have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face and in the resurrection give them the fullness of life. Grant also to us, when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we may come to an eternal dwelling place and live with you forever, there in communion with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Saint Joseph, her blessed spouse, with the apostles and martyrs, and with all the saints, we praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours, for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, Free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. Behold, the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, who hope in his merciful love, to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, we pray that benefiting from participation in heavenly things, we may be helped by what you give in this present age and prepared for the gifts that are eternal. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for this time of prayer and reflection. God's word nourishes us and his sacraments strengthen us for the week ahead. I hope you do have a blessed week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended.
1: show me the way. Today I arise, though I still bear the wounds. Today I arise, this new day dawns. This i hey.